WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Tuesday, November 10th, 2020. A vaccine for COVID-19 appears to be effective after promising initial evidence from late-stage clinical trials, setting up hopes that the pandemic could be nearing its end soon. WPGU's Tori Gelman reports. American drug company Pfizer, in conjunction with German BioNTech, announced its successful development of a two-dose vaccine for the coronavirus on Monday. The companies confidently reported the vaccine is more than 90% effective in preventing COVID-19. Pfizer chairman and CEO Albert Borla spoke about the hope that the company's vaccine could bring to the world. This type of vaccine prevents a healthy person from contracting the virus, does not, however, treat active cases. There has been no way to track the severity of individual cases, nor has there been any progress on testing if those who received the vaccine are no longer able to pass it to others. 43,538 individuals participated, 94 of whom tested positive for the coronavirus. Pfizer has petitioned emergency use authorization to the FDA in order to speed up the timeline of widespread dispersal of the vaccine. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman. In his daily COVID-19 briefing on Monday, Governor J.B. Pritzker warned that Illinois residents should anticipate an increase in COVID-19 cases with the arrival of cooler weather. Since October 1st, the number of daily statewide COVID cases has increased by 380 percent, and the overall test positivity rate has increased more than 180 percent. He noted that three Illinois regions are struggling more than others. As a result, he announced that regions 5, 7, and 8 will be under Tier 2 restrictions beginning Wednesday. Wednesday. These tighter restrictions will limit outdoor dining to six or fewer people per party and limit social gatherings to 10 people or less. After surpassing 8 million COVID tests last week, the Illinois Department of Public Health Director Dr. Ngoze Azike revealed that Illinois maintained 10,573 new cases on Monday, bringing the overall total to 498,560 cases of COVID-19 in Illinois. President Donald Trump fired Secretary of Defense Mark Esper through Twitter on Monday as tensions between the Pentagon and White House reached new highs. In the same tweet, the president named Chris Miller, the director of the National Counterterrorism Center, the acting secretary. The administration changes come after former Vice President Joe Biden clinched the race for president, and President Trump refuses to concede. The president now begrudgingly enters his lame duck period, despite threatening of legal battles to challenge the election's outcome. The replacement of Pentagon officials during this time is uncommon, mostly due to the international uncertainty which the move garners. As the coronavirus continues to rage across the country, President-elect Biden has moved to form an advisory panel on the pandemic, preempting his transition into the White House. WPGU's Barrett Wynn has the story. President-elect Joe Biden addressed the nation regarding the severity of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic this Monday and urged Americans to avoid politicizing CDC regulations like mask wearing and social distancing. The president-elect also expressed optimism over the results of the pharmaceutical company Pfizer's recent vaccine trials, but warns that deaths and case numbers may continue to rise throughout the winter. Additionally, prior to his remarks, the president-elect also unveiled his newly formed COVID-19 advisory panel, which is comprised of 13 medical experts and public health officials officials, including former White House whistleblower Rick Bright. The Biden administration is set to take office on January 20th, though the Trump campaign has not yet conceded and plans to contest the results of the election. From WPGU News, I'm Barrett Wynn.
The Supreme Court is scheduled to begin hearings today on a lawsuit filed against the Affordable Care Act. The Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, has been the subject of debate between lawmakers on both sides of the aisle for over a decade since it was passed in 2010. Today's court case challenges the constitutionality of the Affordable Care Act after Congress's 2017 removal of penalties for those without health insurance. Newly appointed Justice Amy Coney Barrett has created a 6-3 conservative supermajority in the Supreme Court and is expected to play a decisive role in the decision. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone.